Hi, you're listening to All Law, an audio series brought to you by Lakshmi Kumaran and Shridharan, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we are proud to combine our knowledge of law with extensive experience in industry and technology in order to design practical legal solutions for our clients. This podcast series is a part of our knowledge sharing initiative where we will discuss notable judicial and regulatory developments and analyze the business implications of the law as it evolves in India. This podcast focuses on the definition of the term wages as set out in the Wage Code 2019. definition of wages confusion worse compounded news has reached that the implementation of the four labor codes that have subsumed 29 central labor legislations are not going to be implemented from 1st april 2021 due to non framing of corresponding rules by the state governments it is likely that this will happen once state elections are completed mostly at the end of the first quarter or beginning of the second quarter There were solid reasons for introduction of the labor codes one of them being to universalize the definition of wages prior to the codes the term wage had been defined in different ways and at times by using different terms for instance the employees provident fund and miscellaneous provisions act 1952 defines the term basic wages whereas the equal remuneration act 1976 uses the term remuneration while the rest of the legislations mostly use the term wages there are different inclusions and exclusions while computing the wages and the corresponding contributions and benefits thereon the national commission on labor or nlc in its vast report submitted in the year 2002 acknowledged the need to have separate definitions of the two terms wages and remuneration to avoid endless litigation it proposed to include only basic wages and dearness allowance under wages and all other payments including other allowances as well as overtime payment together with wages under remuneration later on the report of the working group on labor laws and other regulations as formulated by the planning commission for the 12th five year plan from 2012 to 2017 recommended the consolidation of four legislations dealing with wages and its components of wages this report also recommended having common definitions it being a prerequisite for codification or consolidation of labor laws interestingly the definition of wages as defined under the payment of wages act 1936 was recommended to be adopted in all labor laws with a view to implement the above recommendations The Code on Wages Bill 2017 or the bill was introduced in the parliament. The definition of the term wages as given under the bill has different components. Firstly, it has a means clause defining what a wage is in broad terms. Secondly, it has an includes clause detailing components that are to be included. And thirdly, an exclusion clause excluding certain components. Thereafter a set of rules as to how the bonus is to be calculated which again has a means inclusion and an exclusion clause along with a proviso and lastly an explanation the bill was subsequently referred to the standing committee on labor of 2018 and 
or the committee the committee submitted its report noting certain shortcomings in the definition of wages in the bill such as the lengthy 61 line definition which is likely to create confusion and difficulty in arriving at the computation of wages the committee finally suggested a new definition in its report using the suggestions by the committee as a base a new definition was finally codified in the wage code 2019 streamlining the above mentioned shortcomings in the bill and attempting to further simplify the calculation it may be appropriate to look at the set definition here which reads as follows wages means all remuneration whether by way of salaries allowances or otherwise expressed in terms of money or capable of being so expressed which would if the terms of employment expressed or employed fulfilled be payable to a person employed in respect of his employment or of work done in such employment and includes basic pay dearness allowance and retaining allowance if any but does not include any bonus payable under any law for the time being in force which does not form part of the remuneration payable under the terms of employment the value of any house accommodation or of the supply of light water medical attendance or other amenity or of any service excluded from the computation of wages by a general or special order of the appropriate government any contribution paid by the employer to any pension or provident fund and the interest which may have accrued thereon any conveyance allowance or the value of any travelling concession any sum paid to the employed person to defray special expenses entailed on him by the nature of his employment house rent allowance remuneration payable under any award or settlement between the parties or order of a court or tribunal any overtime allowance any commission payable to the employee any gratuity payable on the termination of employment any retrenchment compensation or other retirement benefit payable to the employee or any ex gratia payment made to him on the termination of employment provided that for calculating the wages under this clause if payments made by the employer to the employee under clauses a to i as expressed above exceeds one half or such other percent as may be notified by the central government of all the remuneration calculated under this clause the amount which exceeds such one half or the percent so notified shall be deemed as remuneration and shall be accordingly added in wages under this clause provided further that for the purpose of equal wages to all genders and for the purpose of payment of wages the emoluments specified in clauses d f g and h shall be taken for computation of wage explanation where an employee is given in lieu of the whole or part of the wages payable to him any remuneration in kind by his employer the value of such remuneration in kind which does not exceed 15% of the total wages payable to him shall be deemed to form part of the wages of such employee so the above definition has already metamorphosed twice before coming into the present version that is initially when it was introduced through the bill and second when the committee suggested a new definition however there are still certain interpretational issues that may come in the way of calculating wages some of which have been discussed below whether wages includes remuneration 
Wages has been defined to mean all remuneration, whether expressed in terms of money or capable of being so expressed. However, the term remuneration is not defined in the wage code. Due to the usage of the terms, it is not clear whether wages is genus and remuneration is its species. In actuality, it is the other way as suggested by the NLC in its 2002 report. Heterogeneous class of exclusions There are 11 components of exclusions which do not form part of wages. Out of these two, two components are payable at the time of termination or retrenchment and the balance, nine components, have to be within the limit of 50% of all the remuneration. There are varied classes of exclusion categories. Firstly, components like house rent allowance, conveyance allowance are payable on a monthly basis. Secondly, components like bonus are payable on an annual basis. Thirdly, some of the components are given in the form of kind-like value of any house accommodation, supply of light, etc. Fourthly, while contribution of the employer to the pension or provident fund are payable to a specified fund and not to the employee directly. And fifthly, interest on pension and provident fund is not paid by the employer but by the fund. The 50% criteria As explained above, nine components of exclusions as stated in clauses A to I have to be within the limit of 50% of the entire remuneration. The phrase, all the remuneration calculated under this clause, is causing confusion whether the remuneration referred here is to be total remuneration without giving effect to the exclusions or after giving such effect as the remuneration to be calculated under this clause. Remuneration in kind By virtue of the definition, remuneration can be expressed in terms of money or it can be capable of being so expressed. As explained above, the exclusion category also includes value of house accommodation, supply of power, amenities provided, etc. The explanation stresses that remuneration in kind, not exceeding 15% of the total wages, shall be deemed to form part of the wages. It is not clear whether the said remuneration in kind, up to 15%, is to be added back after ensuring 50% of remuneration, thereby bringing the wages up to 65%, or since it is already inclusive of the remuneration by virtue of the means clause of the definition, the explanation merely clarifies that the remuneration in kind cannot go beyond 15% even before calculating the exclusions. On a concluding note, in India, the labour statutes have been by and large interpreted by the courts to benefit the employees and workmen. If we were to adopt the same principle for the interpretation of the definition of wages, then it may result in much hardship to the employers and the industry. Thankfully, since the new labour codes have not yet been implemented, it would be appropriate for the government to give suitable clarifications either by way of FAQs or otherwise, or bringing in amendments if found necessary to iron out all the issues and enable smoother transitioning and implementation of the code. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this series. We would love to hear your feedback, comments and questions about the episode. You could write to us at podcast at lakshmishree.com to know more. 
You can even suggest topics for future episodes you'd like to hear more about. Do check out our website www.lakshmishree.com which is being linked in the episode description below to keep abreast of relevant legal updates. We hope you'll join us next week.